Good morning, everyone. Wednesday, what a day to be alive in Christ. Isn't it something? You and I, here we are, alive in Christ, loving God, and loving one another. Well, how better can it get, especially when the Lord created coffee for the mornings? <laughs> so it's good to be with you. And we're going to talk about faith today and give you, ask some questions, ask ourselves some questions, not just you. Whose faith do you live by? Yours or God's? That's an important question to answer because I believe the scriptures have some rather clear direction for us. And if we can follow the, uh, the course of revelation as it comes to us, I believe we're going to see some real freedom today. <clears throat> Just a perhaps a beginning freedom, a beginning release. Amen. I heard someone say the other day as I was listening to them teach, if you still have a sin consciousness, then you, you will find yourself being critical of you finding fault and finding failures. And when you do, guilt and condemnation will come and you will flee and run from God, not toward him. See how that works? So today we're going to talk about faith. And when I, I'm asking the question, <clears throat> is it your faith you live by or is it God's faith? Well, if you're new to the broadcast, thank you for stopping by. I'm George Watkins, and we're here every morning. If it's something that's blessing you, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. Make a comment. Share it with someone. That's the way we grow, and I'm glad that we can do that so that others can join our little troop. <laughs> we have been here four years, going on five, and we have 11 or 1,200 uh, videos now. I have lost a little track of it because of the different sections I've done. However, I am consistently reminded that everything we do comes from the Father. Because there was not 1,200 videos in old George Watkins. <laughs> Never. It's the Father that flows from each of us. Isn't that something? And I encourage you, if there's a challenge ahead of you, there's something someone's asked you to do or you need to have performed or done or you've got to face something, trust the Lord to bring it out of you when you need it. The uh, scriptural setting for the courtroom comes up with this statement in the New Testament. Don't prepare ahead of time. Just let the Lord open your mouth and he will fill it. Now, that was for testimony in court. We used to use that <laughs> for preaching when I was younger. Thought that's what it was. Well, <clears throat> it's good to study, to show yourself approved. Paul told Timothy to do that, so that's what we need to do. But if you're facing something that God's given you a challenge and you say, Lord, I don't have it in me, well, step up to the plate and God will give you a, a home run if you'll do it. I'm reminded of uh, Moses 
Moses was called to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt to Canaan land, to promised land. But Moses had a, a speech impediment. He stuttered. And when God told him to go speak to the people, he said, God, I can't for I have a problem speaking. It was that hesitation that he, he didn't step in. He didn't just go and believe God was going to give him a, a mouth to speak. And because of that, Aaron, his brother, became his mouthpiece for the rest of the, of the session, of the journey that they had together. So don't hesitate when God gives you a direction. And he'll fill your mouth. He'll give you the energy. He'll give you the anointing. He'll give you the finances. Amen. He'll pay for his visions. If it's his calling and vision, he'll pay for it. If it's your idea, <laughs> you'll pay for it a long time. I've had a few of those. I'd go do something, then I'd have to go to work to pay for the gas bill. Well, those are all learning experiences, aren't they? Whose faith is it? Now, let's just quote one scripture, and then we'll... Uh, We'll just talk about this for a while because I believe that it is God's faith that we live by. How say you? <laughs> God's faith? I thought we had to have faith in God. I'm convinced the scriptures tell us that it's God's faith in us. Now, let's flip that around. Let's remember that the Jewish... Old Testament Hebrew structure was works. You had to do things to stay up with all the law. The law provides you a, you know, a, a track, a track to run on, which is works. You keep the law. You keep the Sabbath. You keep the holy days. You sacrifice the lambs. You don't walk too far on Sunday. You, you know, all those things are works. And they did it, or they tried to do it. Paul said, we just, you know, as hard as we try, we fail. Nobody can keep the law because it's too strenuous. That's why Jesus came, to fulfill the law. So here we are then in our Western uh, Christianity. And we have built a lot of works into our believing God and working with God and pleasing God things that we must do or shouldn't do or have to do in order to line up for God to love us, or God to be pleased with us. Now, maybe that's not your background. Maybe you <laughs> came out squeaky clean on that subject. However, it's in the church and it's, it's a stain and a bondage to so many people when they believe they have to work up and work their faith and strengthen their faith so they can have faith in God. Let me give you a clue here, just for a moment. The covenant that was made was made with God. It was Jesus Christ on the cross. God was in him on the cross. He made a covenant with himself. It cannot be broken. The old covenant with Abraham was made with God. God made a covenant with himself, so he it would not be broken. Now, you and I then have faith, the faith that we live by the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. 
Galatians 2.20. I've got a couple of uh, translations. Let's pick it up in the uh, <clears throat> Amplified. And um, <laughs> I'm looking for it. I didn't mark it, but that's that's okay. 2 and 20. It's a familiar one to us, but I wanted to read it instead of quote it. Hallelujah. I usually do this when I'm preaching in church so people have time to look for it. <laughs> All right. I live by the faith. Let's pick it up here in uh, 2 and 20. There you go. I have been crucified with Christ. In him, I have shared his crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith, by adherence to the Son of God. I live by the faith of the Son of God. There's some amplified in there. I don't, uh, I don't want to fit in there. Who loves me, who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, we're not having faith in God. We're living by the faith of God. And some of the translations, and especially the King James says, <clears throat> we have faith in God, but it is the faith of God. I'm, I'm stirring your, your uh, curiosity tonight. I want you to dig into this because this could be the beginning of, of something that will change the way you walk your life out. If you know that all that you do comes from him, not from your works. If you've got a if you've got to pray hard and study hard and quote scriptures and memorize verses to get your faith working, you're doing you're working the wrong end of the stick. It's God who puts faith in us so that we can have faith in him. Faith comes from God. We reflect it. He's the sun, we're the moon. We're reflecting faith that comes from him. Now, why is that important? Because anything else is works. Anything I do to improve my relationship with God. You say, well, wait a minute. You mean you're going to just lay around and be a slug? No, no. Out of a relationship with Christ, in a in a in a in a face to face with the Father in Christ, and the Holy Ghost. We re <laughs> we refer to all three, but they're all the same in in the in the essence of their spirit, and the essence of the voice, and the essence of their of the of the mantle that they uh, that they have given us. Okay, if I try to improve anything, then I get into my own effort. And I've got out of the fact that he's done it all. He completed everything for my righteousness, and he made righteousness mine. He made me righteous because he did it. I had nothing to do with it. So what do I do then? I receive it. I just believe it, and I trust him. You see, trust is believing. Trust is faith. You have faith when you trust. And so we trust in the Lord with all of our might, all of our understanding. We don't lean to our understanding. We lean to his understanding. He says, if we do that, he will direct our paths and our ways. 
So, so take this, take this Wednesday uh, time together to be stirred in the fact that it's his faith, not my works or my faith. There's so many things we do in the Christian uh, principles that we've been trained that have a fair amount of effort from our part. And somehow we've come to, come to this thought that if we do these things, it will improve something on God's side. He'll love us more. We'll, we'll, you know, he'll respond to us more. He'll have more favor or more grace. He'll, he'll heal someone if we just do some more things. Not doing away with prayer. No, 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 no. Prayer is, is a, uh, a discovery of relationship, not an effort. Prayer is discovering your personal, well, Song of Solomon experience. It's you and your lover. It's you and your most intimate relationship. That's what prayer is. It's not, it's not a list of I needs and a list of this is what has to happen. And it is a relationship with the Lord. Now, when you're in that place of prayer and you know that you have that everything that happens, God has provided. And you are reflecting it. Gifts of the Spirit all come from him. The anointing comes from him. Wisdom comes from him. All the things that, all the attributes that make us who we are, are coming from the Father and reflecting off of us. We're just the moon. He's the sun. So what's my position then? Do I become lethargic? Just sit around, wait for something? No. Your relationship with God will be a in-season and in-time and on-time experience. What I mean by that is when you are with someone and you have a relationship, the relationship produces a direction and, a, and, and a, uh, an idea, a creation, a new day, a, a new a, a new project, all those. You come together with a friend and you have you put your ideas together and you go away with a new direction. That's what happens when you relate to the Lord in prayer. That's how we're led by the Lord because we spend time with him. Hallelujah. Some of these times that I come on in the mornings, I come on with... Um, a full-blown direction this morning as I came on. I had that scripture, and my, my spirit was just jumping with this thought to get across that we live by his faith. Now, what I'm going to ask you to do is take this to the Lord and ask him, is there places in my life that I'm pushing the cart up the hill, trying to make it happen? Am I trying to make Something happened in the in the in you know in in prayer. Am I trying to make the anointing? Am I trying to work myself into a position of something? I would encourage you, just let the love of God flow to others. Let the love of God flow, you know, back to the Father because He's given His love, and we let it flow back. And if you'll do that, your 
temperature and your nervousness and your fears and all the worries will begin to subside. And you'll find a peace knowing that it's not my efforts. He has done it for me already. Amen. Well, Wednesday has, is a good day to be alive in Christ. And I bless you today. As you step out in the arena of activity today, remember, you're flowing in God. You're not going upstream. You're flowing with him. Amen. When nervous and nervousness and anxieties come and all the things, you know, pressure bills, say, whoop, I think maybe I'm going against the stream. Let God flow and flow with the river, flow with the anointing, flow with the peace of God, because he has put faith in you to do the job. It's his faith. Let it flow. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me today. And... Thank you for your uh, comments. Some of you are very encouraging when you give me those thumbs up and share this with someone. We'll be here in the morning again as we just continue to hear from the Lord and speak his good word. Hallelujah. Be encouraged today. You've got some wonderful things ahead of you. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.